Recording in progress. Alright, yeah, yeah. See, you just my type, and I'm trying to type the perfect text. I don't care who's last, I know I'm up next. Say it with my chest, more hard than Kevin. Been doing this since 2011. It's 3018 now, and I'm feeling something like a veteran, veteran status, girl. But that still ain't enough. She calling me on my bluff. Say I'm a little too black. Could be a little more buff. Call me up when you get a deal. Then we could chill. I look at her like, oh, is you for real? Yeah, she for real. If I catch a ride to you, is she gon' ride for me? I gotta keep my eyes on you. I want you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another edition of This Is Recorded Podcast. We joined with a young king, a young creative. And young, getting it out the garage, man. You know, a young <laughs> musician, man. A young greatness in his prime, man. Doing the best with what he got, man. Please introduce yourself, socials and all, please. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? I go by the name of Ironic Dorsey. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, all that at Ironic Dorsey. I'm on uh, Apple, Spotify, all that. But uh, artist, producer, songwriter, I do some little photography here and there. But, you know, yeah. And give them the correct spelling because, you know, I'm going to put it oh, in the bios. Oh, man, you're right. You're right. You right, you pro- right. I'm going to put it in the bios, but some people, uh, <laughs> shout out to y'all like, that was on Hooked on Phonics like I was, man. It's okay, man. It's okay, guys. So it's, it's ironic as in like Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, I-C. And then Dorsey, D-O-R-S-E-Y. Okay, okay. So where are you from? Where was you raised at? Born and raised at? I was, uh, it's a mix. I was born and partly raised in Montgomery, Alabama. And then uh, about, what, when I was in second, third grade, I moved to McDonough, Georgia. McDonough, Georgia. And I, me and my wife have been dying laughing off of one of your posts that you put up. Cause you're a great follower. Everybody go follow him for the content, but also for the comedy. Cause we was down in the square and I clicked your story and this dude was like, uh, Atlanta is not McDonough. I was crying, dog. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and then like, um, people, if you're not from Atlanta or you don't really get it, Fuck you talking about is one word. Like it literally right. is oh, so, one so. word. One word. Fuck one you talking word. about one is one word. <laughs> and it, and that is when somebody is dead serious when they say that. Like fuck you talking about is one word and it's a real thing. And it's a real thing. I'm dead serious, but I'm dead. I'm dead serious, bro. McDonough. Is not, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Atlanta is not McDonough. Had me hey. crying, bro. Man, I, I'm glad. You know, I've definitely had people hit me recently that uh, they'll see my story and they'll be like, "Dang, bro, you always be posting the funniest things." And now I've gotten to a point I'm like, really strategically like, "Okay, is this funny enough for the people? Is this yes, going?" Sir. <laughs> yes, sir. You got, man. You got it, man. We gotta talk about that more later. But man, give give us the uh, let's let's paint the picture. Let's paint the score. Says he, the Spike Lee of your life. What was the the settings like what was the music like growing up in your life and what was the surroundings like for you growing up okay so uh the surroundings for me uh in 
at least the Alabama part was uh it was very you know, I always talk about the fact when I talk to my moms and stuff, I talk about the fact how I was like allotted the ability to really just be a kid when I was a kid. Like I don't feel like everybody gets that. So it's like literally because I was in Alabama until I was like in second grade, all I can associate with it is just kid stuff going to the park. jumping off the swing stuff like that jumping on jumping off the swing you know what i mean uh a lot of i've always been heavily in church as young as i've been i've always that's always been you know sunday morning going to church so a lot of my initial uh music taste is definitely like kurt franklin's the fred hammond's the donnie mcclarkin's the that just that that to me the untouchable side of gospel to me like the like stuff i still listen to to today like there's not a you know you'll hear some stuff every now and then but that stuff is just like unmatched so i think that's like my earliest uh music inspiration uh my pops was very big big on um stevie wonder like mm. every every project every song man i'm gonna yeah. stop you right there go ahead R- ribbon in the sky is yeah perfect song if you tell oh, yeah. somebody what's one song that's like yeah. a work of art like it's like literally i can hand you this mona lisa of a song yes it's this yes. beautiful painting of a song when i tell you ribbon in the sky is like top tier uh, top tier it's like uh, bro it's speechless like it literally and he knew it Cause he let the beat rock so long at the end, and just it just came in at the end like there's a ribbon in the sky for our love, and it, it cuts off. My favorite thing in music when they say a couple words in the song just cuts off because it's like I literally put my whole foot in this whole song. Like I don't got nothing else for you. It's a ribbon in the sky. Nothing. It's a ribbon in the sky. Bam. That's it. Like he let the beat rock. Stop this podcast right now. Listen to Ribbon yes. in the Sky. Listen to how time how long he let the beat rock, and yep, he just comes yep, in yep, out of yep. nowhere. Yep, yep, yep. There's a ribbon in the sky for our love. But cut it off. That's it. I'm done. He had he had to throw the headphones down or something afterwards. Like, like <laughs> bro, what? I mean, do you know what I just did just now? Like, I don't think did you just, bro. And I think that's the thing. You know, when it comes to stevie you know as i've gotten older it's a lot of songs he has it's just like crafted so well like these three words oh my god like
so well it's in a realm of its own uh and i think that was one of those things like you know you're hearing it as a kid you're not even noticing no, that you're like you, can't. you know pick you you mm -mm. can't like for me like i was young young and malcolm x the movie yeah. spoke to me and i heard yeah. change is gonna come and he placed that song perfectly 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 when he's dying he placed that song Right, I was right. born by the river in a little tent. And basically, Malcolm X's whole fight was for a change is going to come. Like, music mm -hmm. has this way of, like, crafting a work of art. And people... And it's no, so, definitely. It's just so sad to me that, like, people have these horror stories of the music business. But it's like... Yeah, yeah. You just take these artists and they love it and it's pure and they just make good music. And then when the business side gets into it, it spoils the whole thing you know it, what i mean because it it's it. you can't it's such a big part of it, it's such a big chunk of it you know what i mean sadly sadly but i guess also like happily you know what i mean like it, it's such yeah. a big chunk of it yeah, so it's like there's no there's no way around it yeah and only the greats are going to like a stevie be able to navigate through the ups mm -hmm. and downs, trials and tribulations. What is the record company? What is the record yes. business? You know. And, yes. Yes. Yeah, and Stevie's never been, always been very pro-black. Never swayed yeah. in any direction. Yeah. Nobody mm -hmm. can tell him tone it down. Don't do this. Don't do that. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. I mean, Stevie took a knee. With like yeah. uh, early on, yeah. before it was like cool and. All of that, Before Stevie cool. knew what was going on. Like, uh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. Stevie, but I'm sorry, man, but when you said Stevie, <laughs> ribbon in the sky, just literally, just like, bro, ribbon in the sky is a beautiful. If somebody say play one song for me that describes music, yeah, no, definitely, ribbon definitely. in the sky. Man. So, what else was being played in, in your musical life, man? Let's see. Uh, so I say Stevie. I definitely said the gospel stuff. I think um, honestly, I was in such a uh, Christian church household. You know what I mean? Like I didn't. My earliest uh, kind of takes on rap were like Christian artists. There's an artist. I don't even know if people know. There's a there's a Christian artist by the name of Carmen, who's like this like Latino guy. Like these are like my early like glimpses of rap. I didn't really get thrown into like hip hop, hip hop until like literally in the most like coincidental way when I came to Atlanta. When I came to Georgia, it was like I remember riding in the car with my uncle. We'd be going to the movies or something, and you hear you know, Nelly hot in here. You hear 50 Cent in the club. You hear man, It's just crazy, man. It's like, speaking of Nelly, it was like, for me, when I moved to California, I remember like I was on punishment and I just got there and already on punishment for bad grades. 
but they like it was a family party, so they was like, "You go to this family party because it's our family." And yeah. that first Nelly album in California was huge, bro. I mean, I can out of this, and a song that's very underrated is that uh one at the end. Hey yo, ma, how you doing? It's your son now. And I picked up the mic and put What's the drugs in. Now I'm trying to do some things that'll make you proud. Instead of every time I call, it's to bail me out. And then I listen to things you used to tell me, knowing that everything that you said would never fail me. Like, they got plans for you. Ain't nothing I can do when them laws get their hands on you. But I ain't listening, even paying attention. I'm just trying to get mine. Taking advantage, you work at your jobs at the same time. It's at the end, it got that, like, it got an old school beat that. to it. That better love in me. I was like, oh, man. He used oh. a sample. <laughs> and I was oh, like, okay, yo, okay. Nelly, this okay. album was crazy, crazy, man. Like, yeah, Nelly is definitely uh, slept on. Slept on. Like, for just the impact that he brought into music as a whole. Because, like, like I said, the initial time of me getting into really, like, hearing... Uh, Hip hop for real, for real was like the people who was popping, you know, Nelly, uh, Snoop Dogg, T.I., uh, 50 yeah. Cent for the longest was like my favorite rapper. So, like, I was like, oh man, I want to be the youngest member of G Unit. This would be great. This would be cool. They had a G Unit belt. Remember the belts? We were in yes, high school. Yes, man. The belt, the, the shoes. The belt I'm like trying it, to get man. a New York fitted just so I could look like 50. I'm like, let me, I ain't even from the hood. Let me get a bulletproof vest. <laughs> <laughs> the look, the look, man. I was, man. Unfortunately, my grandmother had passed. May she rest in peace. But we was in New York, and I'm from New York originally, but moved all oh, over. Oh, for real? But I, I moved all over, right? So we in New York when Get Rich or Die Trying drops. Oh, so to man. to purchase oh. to purchase yes. Get yes. Rich or Die Trying. Yes. In yes. New York City, yes, yes. I mean, yes. kids now they got it on their phone, so it's like, Phones. I mean, people don't, bro, do and see like, that part. That it. part, people don't understand the, like, the real premise of like, yo, like, you were so moved by an artist or a record that you say, yo, I got ten bucks, I got fifteen, but I'm going to the store and I'm purchasing this. This like the like it was like it was like a toy. It was like waking up. It was like being bro, a kid again, bro. I mean, it's just like, but to purchase that in New York yeah, City, New York City, yeah. If you purchase uh, Urban Legend in Atlanta, yeah. Georgia, yeah. If you purchase yeah. the speaker box, Love Below, Low, if, yes. If you had the Chronic tape at the time, yeah. stuff like it's yeah. like, it's, it's like that's what's not this missing today. Because music yes. is so disposable now that it's like, mm, I mean, mm, I'm gonna hear mm, three thousand of these in a month, like different no. songs. Yes, so, yes, yeah. And we all got the same lingo. We all say ops. We all say cap. We all say <laughs> these things. We don't. We don't have our own regions no more. It's just, social media. Man, that that part I talk about that all the time because. Um, the regions and the the separation and the cultures it's because we're all getting the same thing at the same time and like you said perfectly music is disposable to the sense when friday comes and all these albums come out i can pick through okay what do i want to listen to mm -hmm. if i don't want to listen to it i can listen to it later 
the chances of me listening to it later are slim to none because there's new music coming out every week. So nine times out of 10, what am I going to? I'm either going to something that I'm already familiar with or like for me lately, I've been listening to a lot of old music, like just 80s music, like 70s music, like just just to get a different kind of vibe because like you said, we have no regions anymore when it comes to the music being made. Everybody is trying to create a similar sound or a similar vibe. And so for, I feel like for me, even as a, from a rap perspective, I don't really get inspired listening to like rap. It had to be like a great, 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 great rap album. Not to sound like I'm just higher than mighty, but like, that's just not what like inspires me now. I'm more inspired like, okay, what's the musicality on this? Or I like last year I was listening heavily, heavily like 2020 and up to the Bee Gees. I never, How ever... deep is your love for me? Man. How deep is your love for Bee Gees, me? The Bee Gees. I mean, you know, I've grew up for... I've grew up always hearing about the Beatles. And it's like when I really got into the Bee Gees, I'm like, man, no disrespect, but forget the Beatles. The Bee Gees are like man, crazy. The Bee Gees like, is like... Because when I was I, in the fifth grade... Yeah. I like literally watched Saturday Night Fever as mm, a kid, mm, and it was like, mm. yo, the Bee Gees, they make these songs and stuff like that. So in the fifth right. grade, I got put onto the Bee Gees, like through a tape. Like, right, right, right. Oh, right, and right, I heard right. How Deep Is Your Love, and I was like, yo, this song. And these are three white guys that are not from America. Bro. I'm Bro. like, singing, Bro. singing in a way you've never heard before dressing in a way that you weren't used to seeing like i think i think that's what makes me that's what inspires me now is like hearing music that's just gonna make me channel not saying i have to put on what the bgs was wearing but thinking from a perspective of like yo when you get this when you experience this when you see me it's just that's what you see like versus oh man this is just another rapper (laughs) and then man shout out to my brother g merrick Great artist, everybody go listen to it. He's the one who made this possible. He connected sure, us, sure. he put me on to you, and his music is amazing. And he's going to go very far in his life. Any sure, any sure. direction he wants to go with music, he will go far. But me, I put him on to Saba, and me yeah. and him went to both Saba concerts. And my brother G Merrick was right there when I snuck my camera in that first Saba concert. To take, mm-hmm. I was like, I want to take concert photos, and I was like, dog, I think I'm just gonna do it. It's a small venue, and we did right. it for there. And then when he came out with Care for Me, he just dropped the album, Man, yeah, and then just went on tour. He was just like, yo, the care album's coming me. out this day, and the tour right. starts in a week. And it was like, yeah. we don't even know yeah. these songs like that. And it was like, yeah, that what you say about disposable, that was art. And and far as being disposable, I didn't even know he just dropped an album until like two, three weeks ago. So yeah, it just he man, that's art. That like he that care for me. It was a moment. Care for me was a moment. I I think that's you know almost in a sense uh, when music is so disposable, I can only really classify how good music is on how much of a moment it was in my life or how I felt when I heard it. So like you said, when you said care for me, care for me is a snapshot 
of a time period because I remember the first time I heard it. I remember hearing how he was rapping, how he was delivering the subject matter. Uh, oh, wow, I'm inspired. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so much music and we could easily say, I feel like, I, I feel like even when we talk, the, uh, like, the, the, the biggest sign of how disposable music is is when you really get into conversations with people and they try to talk about who their favorite artist is and who this and who that. And if you turn the question around and you ask, oh, okay, well, dang, did you listen to like their last project? Nah, uh, I ain't listened to that one, but I listened to da 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 Like I was having, somebody was having a debate with me over like J. Cole versus Kendrick. I'm gonna say Kendrick every time, that's just me. But they were saying, yeah, man, I don't know. J. Cole's just so much better. And I was like, oh, for real? You listened to J. Cole last album? Nah. Okay, so wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, how, how are you sitting here vouching for who is who is what? You didn't even listen. Because like you said, it's so disposable where even the conversations people are having, it's just it's just fluff. It's not yeah. even, you know what I mean? You have some people that it's like you could really have a conversation with. But I feel like the general population, you can't really have thorough, well thought out conversations about good music because most people are relating good music off of just like a recent bias. Like, a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh man, this album just dropped. So this is the hottest thing. And not of the fact of like, no, this album, when it dropped, it was a moment. I kept playing it back. I was listening to it for a while. Um, that's like the real epitome of like good music. How How much can you play it back? But in this time and social media and everybody can go to Twitter and everybody can go to Instagram. So, oh man, drop this album. You know, they probably won't talk about it next week. Bro, it's just crazy. It's just like, literally, I think for anybody younger that's listened to it, like, Oh, you sound like just old people. The thing is yeah. five years from now, them songs you banging now, are they still going to be relevant for yes. all people? I could put on yes. Saba right now heaven all around me and then people that maybe never even heard it yes. like yeah it's heaven all around they like yo this the, what is this you know but like yes your little yeah. songs and right now what's hot is like taking old school songs and making drill songs of it and it, it's, it's yeah. cool and it sounds cool but how much of it is gonna last and that's all yeah. we're saying in a nutshell is that it's not yeah. really gonna last like that be saba and then it's like well, what can you tell me about this album? I can't tell you much, but I could tell you somebody direction on a Saba album. I could tell you a lot. I could tell you that whole album is based off of pain and depression. Right, right, the right, whole right, right. album. But can you tell me what this person's album was about? It's like the ops. <laughs> like, uh, right, uh, right, we right. gonna drill yeah, this? Like. Because that's the thing. That's the thing too. Like it either it's either the album has to be uh such a direct message or you have to have just such a different sound. You know what I mean? Like it has to be one or the other. And so when you have so much music coming out at one time, it's easier for people to fall in the middle of the two rather than it being one or the other. You know what I mean? Like, do I feel uh yes, I feel like uh Kendrick or Saba music could stand the test of time but in the same sense when we talk about sound and how people how distinct it is I could see somebody like a thug or I could see somebody like maybe even a gunner or somebody like years from now people talking about them because 
the sound is distinct. Doja Cat, the sounds are distinct. Boy, Doja's the one, man. Yeah, Doja, Doja slept. Yeah, this yeah. Man. And, and, and Young Thug is like literally. Me and my wife talk about like, yo, if I know what Young Thug is saying, I don't want to hear it. I just like the way he the puts his stuff together. Like, it's soul Bruh, music. It's soul man. music, literally. Soul. The music. the the greatest explanation of Thug's music was somebody I had a, a mentor of mine was explaining it's like, yeah, when you listen to Thug, it's like you're you hear like think of an instrument, think of like a horn, or think of like that's the way he's delivering. And so when it it changed my whole mindset because I was like, dang, like yeah, it's like you know what I mean. Stevie Wonder, where everything is all right, it's the harmonica. Thug yes, is the yes. harmonica. Is like yeah, he rock yes. to a like song. That's his, sty- that's his style. He's a Thug is a beautiful harmonica that you ain't never heard. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. You didn't even know what a harmonica was. It's like he came up with auto tune for himself. It's like his yeah. voice yeah. is auto tune. Yes, by itself, yes. the way he pitches it and takes it, yeah. I mean, Come on. oh my God, man. It, it's, it's soul music is what I describe to people. And what I've mm-hmm. learned in my life, some of the songs that I love the most, I don't know all the words to. And you know why? Because I just feel it. I don't even yeah. sit there and think yeah. about when I hear my mind's playing tricks on me. I sit alone in my four-cornered room staring at candles. Well, that shit is on. Let me drop some shit like this here. Yeah. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always stressing I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. I can't tell you every single word, but I know that right. feeling and that beat. When we yeah. reminisce over you, Detroit, like... You know, Pete Rock and CL Smooth is like, yo, these songs, I can't tell you every single word, but I can tell you, like, right. I will never tell you to change that song when it comes on. Yeah. It's exactly. A beautiful song. Exactly. And, and music, right. soul music, man. It, that's the so, best way. Like you said, that's the root. And I think, you know, it takes a lot of sense. You have to know the root and be connected to the root in order to bring it into the present where you can connect like that. Like, you can't. To think, you know, you have, I think that's another thing, you know, you have so many people making music that, you know, never even were interested in making music because even the ability of making music is super accessible. Like get a laptop, the laptop already come with garage band, hook a mic, yep. you get get a beat off of beat stars, you're good, you gone. Yeah, it's yeah. or even I do you one better, download a beat off of YouTube. Like you're you. all- <laughs> And then so, TikTok is making it accessible that, like, if you got something catchy enough, they are signing yeah. people to major yeah. deals and major yeah. brands yeah. off of, like, he caught one on TikTok. And, TikTok. Like, and the only, and, bruh, it'd be some songs, not all songs, but I've heard certain songs that caught on TikTok, and the part that caught compared to the rest of the song was, like, not even, like, equivalent. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, what in the world? Like, I heard a song. I'm thinking it's one thing, and I was like, yo, this is the same song. Yeah, it's it's. Just, I, I gotta definitely get on TikTok because everybody telling me like, if you make content, you missing out if you're not on TikTok. Like, you have to do it. You have mm-hmm. to do it. So mm-hmm. I thought it was more like a kitty kind of thing, but everybody is like framing it to me like, 
if you're a content creator, like you literally could catch yeah. one. Like you just you have yeah. a video that just takes off. I think initially, I think initially, I thought it was a a, a kitty thing, and then once I really got on there, because like I said, most of the videos I post on my story is because I seen it on TikTok, and so people would ask me to be like, well, "Why don't you just get it off of Instagram?" Well, the difference between TikTok and Instagram is my for you page on TikTok is literally like catered to me. I think that's the coolest thing about TikTok. If you had a TikTok, or even if I, I have a brother and a sister who have TikTok, they will show me videos I've never seen. I will show right. them videos they've never seen because our For You pages are completely different and complete. Like, I, I'm thinking TikTok's just funny stuff. And then I'll go over there, look at my sister. She's like, oh, here's recipes and here's like, and yeah. I'm like, I didn't even know this exists on TikTok. Yeah. You have to like in, in anything in life, you have to try it out for yourself before you judge for it. For sure. You know, like, yeah. so, cause I could just miss out on this whole big way for myself in doing yeah. podcasts. Cause it's hard. Cause podcast is extremely saturated, oversaturated. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I'm doing something different. I'm not talking about just music. I'm not talking about, just anything i'm talking about recorded conversation this is recorded podcast yeah, yeah. but <laughs> but yeah man it's just uh, like you know you just gotta try it out man you really do but tiktok is definitely a place for like somewhere that's creative and it seems like yeah. the most creative like funny people uh, yeah uh mcdonough is not atlanta you know what i'm saying atlanta is not mcdonough yeah, stuff no, like that no. is just like <laughs> from that you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah you can't knock it till you try it speaking of knock it till you try it going through school and your journey through school what did you think you would be doing when you got out of school and stuff like that because that's really a challenging time for most people and trying yeah. to figure it out like so what was your like your last like senior year going into adulthood, what was the thought process like or what my, you gonna be? I, it's crazy. My senior year going into adulthood was right at the time where I kind of had my mind set on music, like for real. I think there were years before. Um, you know, when I was younger, I had a little time period where I was like, you know, I wanted to rap, but I wasn't really rapping. And then maybe I just thought that was an idea. Like even as a kid thinking about, dang, like making beats or having my own studio, wouldn't that seem impossible? You know what I mean? That seemed like, oh, you're gonna be rich and do that. Like, um, and then so I, for me, it wasn't really until like my junior year, my sophomore, junior year was around a time where I had some friends that you know, they had some type of recording equipment. We would go in my, my homie Shaq's basement. We would record. And, uh, you know, I was completely against it at first. Like, I was like, oh, I don't think it's something I can do. You know, I'm not really into it. Da, 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 da. I Just thinking, like, I didn't have the ability. And um, it was those same friends, same group of friends. Like, I remember sitting there one day and I said something. And they were like, oh, man, yo, that's that's good. You should record that. You should record that. And it just kind of kept going from there because then it becomes, you know, I always tell people as challenging as it is to figure out what you're doing in high school, it's so important to at least put your foot in one thing before you graduate, because that is the biggest guaranteed audience that you have. Like college, man, it can be like dropping a penny in a lake. You know what I mean? Like. Mm -hmm. 
you you could go and your experience could be uh, everybody knows you and you could do that but high school is like a guaranteed audience every day y'all gonna be in the same vicinity around the same people they see you they know you they can get to know you why not work that there so i always tell people that like whatever you're trying to do like even if you're not sure just stick your foot in it there because it is a lot harder trying to do it after the fact you know what i mean like it's it's kind of a you know no matter how much time has went on people still acknowledge me like oh ironic ironic because i established that back then so everything past that is just reinventing and growing on top of what was there versus like coming out the let let's say i didn't do anything in high school then all of a sudden i'm like oh hey i think i wanna you know what i mean and they're like oh they ain't even worried about you now yeah yeah it's just so important because it's just like for me as an adult and stuff like that in social media it's like okay well you got to get followers and this and that and for me like i'm kind of a private person and i see the tool that social media was yeah so i'm like yeah i'm not gonna be too heavy on it i'll have it have a couple friends whatever but if i was in high school your followers yes. would be like out of this world. The it's world. literally yes. free yes. marketing yes. for yourself being yes. in high school. Yes. Like it's like dog. And, and then that's the thing too. So it's like, you know, the time period of senior year two was Instagram just came out for real. Like Insta when I was a senior, Instagram had just dropped. Like so, but even Instagram then is not Instagram now. No. They had you no video I mean? and stuff like no that. video, no video, no DMs, no. If you was gonna write a post or something, you had to go to like your notes app and type it up and then <laughs> screenshot it and then like it was just different, man. It was different. Yeah. It wasn't the same. So I think for me, uh the social media thing was an aspect, but I it wasn't even something I'm thinking. I'm really thinking from the mindset of no social media. I'm just thinking, once again, this is my guaranteed audience. I'm not thinking I could reach the world or none of that. I think one of my biggest motivations for really taking the music direction at a crucial time as that was um, shortly into my senior year, I had lost my dad, uh, rest in peace to him. And so I was fiddling in the music thing all before then, but it was like between like me take, I took a ambassador trip to Italy, my junior year going into my senior year, came back literally spent like a month with my dad he passed the top of september and so it was just kind of like it just kind of clicked in my mind like okay well if you're gonna do this like you just gonna have to do this like there's no reason there's no excuse the weirdest story i always give people is i remember really being in like somewhere between my junior and senior year and really trying to like figure out like okay i want to do a project this year but man, I don't know what I'm going to do it on, man. I don't know. Like, what's my story? What's my story? I don't know what my story is. And um, uh, trying to figure that out. And I'm like, I grew up in a two-parent home. I'm living in the suburbs. What's my story? I don't know my story. And I think one of the weirdest, well, not weirdest, but I, I, I really take it as a God thing. Like, I remember literally the same night uh, that my dad had went to the hospital and all this, and I'm, like, praying and hoping, like, oh no, he's going to be straight, he's going to be straight. But it was like, I knew in my mind, like, I felt like God was like, here's your story, here's your story. And I was like, 
that's a rough story. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, hey, do yeah. do you want this fifty cent story of getting shot nine times? Like, I mean, <laughs> he got a pretty cool life after it, but do you want that? Like, yeah, right, hey, right, right, tonight right. you're gonna get shot nine times. Are you ready? One of them's gonna be in your face. Right, or do you want to you want to get in the car crash and lose your jaw? Is that what you want? Is, <laughs> you have your jaw, have your jaw sealed shut. Is that what you want? <laughs> so you mean tonight, tonight, or like tonight? Like no, yeah. <laughs> tonight is gonna happen. Like you want that, and and these are all before these people became then. So. In yeah. that, let's go on that. Like in loss, provides a motivation. Yeah. What is yeah. what gave you the strength and motivation to stay strong and keep going after a hard loss? Rest in peace to your father. Like losing a parent. What gave you the strength and motivation to even dream and create? What gives you that? Because a lot of people, they just mm-hmm. live in life and they just depressed and they just down yeah. and they out. They didn't lose their dad. They didn't. Um, yeah, priest, yeah. My brother G married. They didn't go through cancer. They didn't do right, right. None of this stuff, and they yeah. can't find a motivation. So he had the motivation to rap. You have the motivation yeah. to make beat. What gives you that after something so traumatic in your life? I think. I mean, I definitely think it's the foundation for me. Uh, like I said, I've been in church as long as I have can remember. And so uh, I think that was one of the times that really helped really define my relationship with God. But even outside of a spiritual sense, it was just kind of like you, I remembered the words like, yo, this is your story. I remember the fact that, um, you know, no matter what I did, my dad was always supportive of what I would do. And I, you know, between having siblings and, trying to be there for my mom I really was in a mode where I was like I I have to kind of be the person to kind of keep going not saying that I didn't just like take that moment but I didn't feel like I had the time to even like sit in a slump for real um or at least a long slump because there's people under me not my mom necessarily, but my siblings, you know what I mean? Like they're looking to me. Like, I don't know. I just felt like I was kind of, it was like an automatic like click of like, oh, yo, like, well, dang, like you, look, this is what you, if this is what you're going to do, this is what you got to do and you got to make it happen. And I always tell people, you know, I think the biggest deception a lot of times is us thinking we need more than what we already have. Like, Oh man, like I'm always telling people now, like different. Um, I do audio at a church and I talk to like students or my little brother. And I'm always putting people in a space of like, okay, you say this is what you want to do. Okay, bet. Do it with no resources. Like, do it, do it with the minimal amount of resources. Because if you figure out how to do it with the minimal, come on, literally, like if you can do it with the minimal resources, that's what's going to define how much you really want to do it. Like at the point me and my homies were saying we want to record and stuff like that. It wasn't, we not, okay, bet, go get the Yamaha speakers and go get a, like, no, we're using a rock band mic. We're using somebody's computer. We're looking, we might use audacity. Like you just have to, 
I think that's kind of where we kind of sell people short. Um, my brother, he was uh, looking ever since he was younger. I was trying to really get him into photography. And so when his senior year came around, I was like, oh, bro, like, if you really gonna do this photography thing, like, hey, you know, I got a camera. You could literally be booking shoots every Sunday or something, trying to work on your craft, da, 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 da. Like, because I'm not about to buy you a camera until I've seen you do what you, like, I don't know, like some part of like giving people everything that they think they need for it kills the hunger and drive to like really figure it out. Like, yeah, if, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it's something about working with minimal resources. And so that's why I always encourage people like, you know, do what you like, do what you got to do with what you have. Like, don't you want to shoot a vlog? Don't go buy a camera. Don't go buy. Just start with you, you have. a. am pretty sure you got a smartphone. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you got a yeah. smartphone. People are always shocked I, when I say, oh, man, they'd be like, dang, bro, you be recording in your garage. What'd you be using? Bro, like I have one camera, but outside of that, like it's my iPhone my iPhone. It's just my iPhone. Man, the garage sessions that you make, man, I would encourage everybody to go watch them and go see them because it comes out amazing, man. And that's how I got put on to you. I was like, wow, man. Like, so, where do you get the motivation to just like, hey, man, I'm going to try something because it's something I did not see. It was something different. You know, I was just like, in the angles and the way you was doing it, it just felt Mm. like you had your own concert in your garage by yourself. It's like, right, hey, y'all, right. I'm inviting y'all in to my personal concert. Like, so mm-hmm. what was it for you to have that like motivation to do it like out the garage for real? Like, and come up with that concept and that ideal. I mean, it was the pandemic uh, when I seen it. I don't know if you were doing yeah. it before then, but a lot yeah, of people were I- getting creative at that time. A lot of people were getting creative during the pandemic. I think the crazy thing was I was writing down this idea before the pandemic, like probably like a year before the pandemic. I was like, I was really like, man, I should do these sessions in my garage. This would be cool. And the only reason I didn't do it at the time, because I was like, well, I probably need to get like some speakers. or I probably need this. I probably need that. I probably need this. And the more I started like really when 2020 hit, um it was kind of just like uh i'm at home like i don't know what you know everybody had a different 2020 my 2020 was i was literally like at the crib like every day like every day like i I see these four walls again four walls i you know 2020 was the craziest weirdest strangest funnest weirdest time it's it's a mix of things because there's a part of me in 2020, like I felt like a kid again because I didn't have work to go to and I was sitting at home. Like there was weeks I was just playing video games, like like never before. Hard like, in the like, pain. Hard in the pain. I was like, oh man, what y'all be playing Fortnite? Let me try it out. Let me, and I was actually thoroughly enjoying it. Like, you know what I mean? Like there was a time frame where I was just going, but I think uh, I kind of just had this time period I was experiencing like, heartbreak at the time and uh had just got done with like a like literally went through like a rough patch after like a six-year relationship and between that and this is all the top of my 2020 like literally like 
You know what I mean? Mid, like mid March, mid March of twenty twenty is when the world changed. So changed my like my whole world changed literally, and so I think you know initially I was kind of in a slump for a little bit, and I think once it hit about May, I was like, you know what, I need to do this concept. I've been talking about it. Let me do it. Let me figure it out. And um, I think once I really started doing it, um, you know, we were talking about earlier about the fact of you just got to do it and experiment, you know. I'm like, you know, really testing myself like, dang, bro, like all you got to do is go down to your garage and at least test some angles, test what it looks like. You don't even got to go far. And you're sitting here making this the most thing. But it really do be that in your mental, like it could be as simple as you just point out your camera and trying something. But we don't want to try because we feel like it has to be perfect instead of realizing that it doesn't get better until you like try it and do it. And so um, Garage Sessions was, you know, it was a creative way to present my content, represent my content, present new content, kind of a, a point of promotion for myself. But it also was like healing. You know what I mean? Like I really took pride and took like there was a release in stepping in the garage. There was a there was a way and a form. And not in just how I recorded it, but, you know, how I would deliver the performances, you know, there's, you know, we doing it a certain amount of times and, yo, you messed up on this lyric, like, yo, if it's not that bad, just keep it. Because we don't, I always say you have to be somewhere in between the authenticity and perfection. It can't be too perfect. If it's not perfect, it's not authentic, but you want it to be good for the people like you know i'm always big on you know raw art well done like the art being raw itself but well done that's in a way a that bar i gotta steal that from you <laughs> yo like, man i know i i, I rawness that. well done is a bar yeah. bro Whoa. <laughs> that's i i literally it's in my instagram bio and everything like i stand on the fact of giving people raw art well done like meaning the art is raw because it's coming from me and I'm giving you a perspective maybe that you didn't even know that I would dive into. Maybe it's me being vulnerable, but it's well done because the way that I am preparing it for you is in a way that you can digest and you can eat it and you can take partake in what I'm saying and what I'm trying to get to. Man, and two so, things I'm going to go on for what you just said. Mm -hmm. uh, number one is the healing. I think everybody... I think we had this cliche of like, you need to get over that. You need to get over yeah. that relationship. You need to get over yeah. losing this person. You need to get over. I think these are wrong words. I think we have to really get into that healing place because healing yeah. is healing is literally my knee hurts. It's been hurting me. It's a problem. That's a relationship. Yes. That's a job. That's this. This is your knee. Yes. So when yes. you go in and you get surgery, it's going to hurt. It's going to yeah. hurt really bad. It's going to yeah. be painful. You're going to wish yeah. that you just left it the old way, but you did yeah. it. But then they said six to eight weeks from now, we're going to rehab you. We're going to give you different yeah. things. Then you're yes. brand new. Then you feel like, man, I don't even know what it feels like to be in that pain no more. That's yes. healing, ladies healing. and gentlemen. Yes. That's yes. not getting over it. Because getting over it is like, my knee hurts today, but... It didn't hurt tomorrow, but the next day it is going to hurt. But when I go yeah. in and get that surgery, I got a brand new knee. 
His whole yeah. everything's yeah. new now. So yeah. healing is important. And also vulnerability is important. I put up something mm-hmm. today. I was scared. I was going to do it yesterday, but I was like, just do it today and just put it out. I had it in my drafts. I was like, man, I want to do a poem under some lights. And I like had a, yeah. a man, it's about like letting your tears go and everything. I'm like, man, people don't think I'm soft and this and that. They yeah, don't think, yeah, what are yeah. you trying to rap now? What are you trying yeah, to do poems? Yeah, Why yeah, is it yeah. red? Why is it a light back there? Who cares, yeah. bro? Vulnerability, and I put the mean the mm-hmm. definition of vulnerability, it's the taking of a risk of emotional or physical harm. That's vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And most mm-hmm. of it is that everybody's too much in their head. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to, how many likes, yeah, how many could, views. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they're going to think I'm yeah. this. Maybe they're going to think, who cares, yeah. bro? Put it's yourself good. out there, man, and be vulnerable and allow yourself because you'll be surprised. Because I know something that you created. You thought it was mm-hmm. okay and other people thought it was great. But the no, stuff you thought was great, they was like, eh. Well, uh, it was okay. <laughs> uh, the, the pain of being a creative, ladies and gentlemen. The pain, the pain of being a creative. You think you know, you don't. You don't. Uh, yeah, you, that the old school do. MTV Diaries. You think you know, but you have no idea. Oh you have no idea. my god, it's like then, bad. Even even what you said about the healing thing. You know, even when I talk to people who deal with loss and all that, like I'm always the first thing I'm saying to people is like, "Yo, feel how you feel." Like, take the time to just feel how you feel. Because the comments will be full of, stay strong, stay strong. This, you'll be better. You'll be better. Don't don't worry. Get well. You know. Prayer and it's like, emojis. No. Yeah, the prayer. Like, yo, if you're not strong right now, don't don't try to be strong. Be, mm-hmm. be where you are. Stay where you are right now. You can't stay here. But it's important that where you are right now, you take that in. And so I think that is healing that is healing it's not ignoring how you feel like you said get over it it's not ignoring the knee and just limping for months for months for months without addressing it without doing the proper things that need to be done but it's really being present in how you feel right now like i'm i'm very big on that because we have so many ways to escape how we feel Oh man, I feel down. Let me make a post. Let me make a braggadocious post. This will this will feed me up. This is like no, you gotta take time to just feel how you feel. Like let it be what it be, so that you can really heal, so that you can really learn in this moment and really evolve rather than faking the whole thing. And that's what like that's why I and this is man this whole. Man, we in a music nerd bag of greatness. This is a great interview, man. <laughs> because we just like how music and everything. Like I was sitting there listening to Cleo Soul. He has a song called mm-hmm. Sideways. And it okay. just is like about people being by your side. And my whole life, I wanted that nurturing. I needed to be coddled. I wanted that, you know. Mm-hmm. I found that mm-hmm. in my wife, a good thing. They say when you get married... Mm-hmm. When you find a wife, you find a good thing. I good had thing. that. Yeah. I had that yeah. before. I have it now. All of that. But in that yeah. song, she says, They're gonna call you crazy. Cause they're threatening who you're gonna be. So pure and gold. Not a day goes by. 
That's what I try to teach kids and stuff like that. Like when they see, when people see greatness in you, they want to bring it down. And it's yeah, not a sure. personal attack. It's just an mm-hmm. attack on themselves that like, why I don't have that. Yeah. Why? And I, sometimes I ain't got that. I don't like that, man. I think a lot of times they don't even notice that they're seeing greatness. They just know they're seeing something they're not used to seeing. And because it's not what they're used to seeing, automatically people are going to attack it automatically people are going to try to put it down and i think that's why you have to do little exercises do little things to just challenge that you know something i started doing 2020 i just i uh i felt like when i was uh in high school i was very like oh man we're just gonna like me and my friends we'd be like oh we're gonna wear a tie to school with our shirts tucked in da 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 and I think, you know, you go through adulthood and things damper on you. You kind of lose parts of you. And I think um, when 2019, 2020 hit, I said, you know what? I'm going back to just taking the risk and something that I started doing. If you see me at any time, I'm wearing socks and sandals. Only time I'm not wearing socks and sandals. That's one of my questions. It's like <laughs> sandal gang is out here, man. Talk about the, the sandal gang and what gives you, man. And I love it because it's like, bro. Dude is living his life, man. Just what grow? Let's go on that. What gave you the? Yeah. What gives you the yeah. freedom and the vibe? Like, man, this hat. They like, dog. This red hat is like, bro. I see you with this red hat. I see you with this red hat. Like, what is it with this red hat? I'm like, number one is comfortable. That's what I want to get through to you guys. <laughs> That's number one. Okay, let's. Hey, buddy. Let's, let's get start there. Let's, there. let's, let's start, start there. right there, bucko. Yes. It's very yes. comfortable, yes. and it yes. makes me yes. feel a warmth. It makes me feel. At home, it makes me feel peace. Yes. But number two, yes. I'm going to turn this hat into a brand. It's literally brand. in my logo. So when you yes. see the red hat, and when you see yes. the red hat, and when you see yes. the red hat, and then yes. the red hat becomes a brand, and the red hat yes. becomes other people wearing the red hat, and when the red exactly. hat, it, that's a recorded hat. That's a recorded yes. hat. That yes. literally is going to yeah. become, the red hat will become Coca-Cola. When they say even if you mm. want a Pepsi somewhere, do you got Coke? Oh, I got Pepsi. It's the same thing. I'm yes. going to turn that into something. Yeah. They say whenever yeah. you have a brand, turn it into Coke. Where everything yeah. is, uh, everything, Kleenex is one brand, but everybody going to call it a tissue, a Kleenex. Everybody's yes. going to call a yes. Coke, yeah. a, a soda, a Coke. You want to turn your uh, brand uh, into that. Mm-hmm. The Garage yes. Sessions. Like, yo, that's... It's my boy, man. That he does it. We're gonna call it that. Like, it's his thing. Like, that's what he does. Yeah. So it's like that that's what you want to do, man, with your art, man. And you want to do whatever you want to do. And one thing that I've been preaching to people, and I seen that you went there as well. The getaway house, brother. Let's Oh let's, man, yo. Let's go. Yo. Let's go. I, I, I just I just came back from my second time. No biggie, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? Big money get us over here, you heard? Yeah, Went on that crazy nursing discount man. from my wife. Shout out her being a Yo, nurse. Shout, shout out to the wife. We got a <laughs> discount. But, man, the getaway house is literally 
a yes, place yes. where you disconnect yes. to reconnect. Yes. So what is your I, getaway house experience, man? Man, honestly, uh, that time, last time I went, I think that's my third time going. Oh, and man, one up on me. Okay, got, tune your own home. I've gotten... Now, now, granted, I technically I've only been two times to connect. I went one time to shoot a video, so two okay. times might be. All right, but I think after this last experience, I have to, I'm gonna have to make it like a regular, you know, even if it's just once a year, because it it's I and I people will see you go, man. They'll see you go. They'll see you post a little pictures. And say, oh man, I look so cool. Like I'm like you need to go, like you need to, you need. But people, you know, it's one of those things. You're so worried about. Well, what about this and what about that? What if somebody what, comes like, stabs right. me in the cabin and this and Yo, I hear that all the hey, time. Hey, I'm going I'm like, to the getaway house, not Crystal Lake, my guy. Like, relax, bro. Pete, bro, I'm telling you, even the end, bro. It was. I think the last time solidified it because last time it didn't even go how you would expect it to go. Like I went out there, it rained, like rained, rained for like the whole day. By the time it got nighttime, the power went out. So I'm in the getaway with no power, bro. No <laughs> last, power. Last, last time I went, there was no power for like two hours, but right when it got dark, it came back on. Mine, it was dark, but I had the lantern, so I was fine. But it was just, it just recharged me to disconnect. That's the whole reason you're there. So it's not like you're going to be there like, ah, oh, man, the power went out, man. I want a refund. Like, no, it's like, this is the experience. Like, you really have to like, I, I don't know a better experience than, because, bro, you could go, yeah, you could go stay at a hotel for the weekend. That is not the same. No. That is not the same. That is not the and same. And that's what like, we did I, with the I, power, I really, man. It was just like, yeah, yo, it was like, okay, well, they told us the power was out. I mean, we got enough cover. We could sleep in like some like pajamas or something, and then we right. could just charge the lantern and charge our phone as much as possible, or we could just go to the car. But when you're there, it's something special about not caring about the regular things you use. You don't, you don't, you don't, man. I sat there. I read. I was reading. I was recording. I was sitting in silence. I would put on like worship music. I would just. I did everything. Anything you could think of. I'm just sitting there really zoning in. Even the factor of sitting in a, get, a getaway with power out and the water hitting on the cabin, there's so much inspiration in that. Like, I'm just like, I was just sitting there like, man, like, you just, you're just forced to take it in. And so I be trying to tell people, bro, but they don't be wanting to hear. They tell me the same thing you said. Like, they'd be like, oh, what if I get stabbed? Like, uh, and, and then just... This whole conversation is just based off of music because like Summer Walker to me is one of the greatest artists that's misunderstood. She don't mm -hmm. really like performing and everything, but her art yeah. is so amazing that it don't matter. Yeah. I don't care what she does. I'm here for the music. Her music is amazing, man. And, and one thing I told somebody about music, and like you said, that water dripping, uh, in one of her songs, right, she has a song, and it's like talking about heartache and pain, and she's just on a guitar, and it's like, threw away your love letters, started making me feel better. I'm sending, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sending you one text at a time. I know you see it, pick up your line. 
you know what? These words are beautiful. You know what made me think this song was amazing and real? In that yeah. song, if you listen to it, I need to find the name of it. Mm. You can hear mm. the fire alarm going beep in the back. I'm oh, literally. Uh, I think it's session thirty-two. Session. I think it's session thirty-two. I'm. I'm literally the nerd that like this is what made that song. Yeah. That song. From yeah. Good. Even the way it's great. recorded. Even the way it's recorded. It's, it's not sound- recorded. It's on some raw, like, bruh, yes, 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 Oh, my yes. God. I need you to know that you don't know what love is. And I'm like, literally, I'm in pain right now. And I'm yeah. about to write this song. <laughs> I'm about to press record on GarageBand right now. And I'm putting this song on my album, dog. And right. my, my fire alarm don't hurt. I'm fucked up in the head right now. Like, I feel really bad. Right. It I am even, hurt. It don't even matter. Threw away your love letters I thought it'd make me feel better I finally got you out my bed But I still can't get you out my head Ooh, I'm sending you one text at a time I know you by your phone So boy, pick up your line And I ain't too proud to beg So what's been said has been said it don't even matter because it's getting the emotion. And then mm. people at work looked at me like, I didn't even notice that. It's like, dog, I listen. When I, yeah, I feel I music, yeah. I receive music. I don't just yeah. listen yeah. to it. Music feeds my soul, my spirit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It really yeah, does. Yeah, and yeah. That, that song from that heartache is like, bro, I'm in a room and the fire alarm, the battery needs to be changed. I don't have yes. no beat. I just got an acoustic guitar. I don't guitar, have a studio. Yeah. I don't have nothing I, but pain. I just got to get it out. I just got to get it out. And that's mm-hmm. what we that's what uh, we're preaching to these people. It's like, whatever it is in this life, and that's what this is recorded about, is having conversations with people about life and their art and motivating you, the listener, to do what it is you want to do. Because it's yeah, like, yeah. just try yeah. it. That's all I'm just saying. I'm sharing yeah. stories with you of people that just trying it and they love it yeah. and they yeah. find peace in it, man. And this yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. keep going, man. That's all I got to say for anybody. Like you said, the fact of finding peace, you know what I mean? Like, and being content in that, finding peace in it. And it's like, you're going to have to try some things to figure out like what it is. It's just like, oh man, it's just, it's just you. You might not feel the most comfortable initially, but at the end of the day, like, just like you said with the beanie, like, I'm at peace when I'm, you know what I mean? Like, same thing with it. Like, nobody could come to you and say, damn, bro, why you got in the red beanie? Man, why don't you try a different cut? It doesn't even matter to you because you're such at peace. It's like the equivalent with the sandals. And so it's one of those things. I want that for everybody. But that's why I be telling people, too, you know, you got to take the time to to challenge the things that you think you know about yourself because you could be wrong yeah you could be wrong the information could be outdated yeah yeah and what it is for me is like i think it really clicked because we was talking beforehand before we got on recording it was like 2020 is like yo i don't know what's going to happen but it's like very painful and weird 2021 it didn't get any better in 2022 it's like look we know what it is now it's time for yes. you, as in yes. you listening, to make a decision. 
on what it is out of you one out of this life you didn't seen two years of the worst of the worst of the worst we're currently seeing war but i i sit there and sympathize and pray for these people but i also know from my spirit i cannot let these negative things keep entering Mm. my body and ruining this piece that i worked so hard for 34 years of my life to get to this point in my life you can't let nothing penetrate this realm that is you that's what right this life is about man and that's the thing too uh i love the fact that you said dang 2020 was what 2020 was 2021 was worse than 2020 and now 2022 and it's like really the only thing that's changed the most out of this is perspective because if i had the perspective that i have from 20 the perspective i had now like yes i was in the garage but there's certain things i was like dang bro i should have dipped more into this i should have did this but the mentality of like well i don't know what's gonna happen what if da 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 like god they got money coming in but i'm like i don't know what if i need to hold it because da 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 like just not thinking you know what i mean so it's that same notion is the same thing that'll keep you from trying things like it, when i first was looking at some sandals i was like i don't know man what they gonna say uh that look kind of goofy. I don't know. Like, you just have to do it, man. You just have to do it because the one thing that you try could be the, you find peace in there. There's like peace. Look, there, the Bible talks about peace that passes all understanding. I don't think we really like break that down for real. Like, we don't really, we just say, oh, peace that passes all it. Like, no, like we're looking for a peace that it don't even matter if the people around you understand. And so 2022, yes, like you said, it's war, it's these things going on, but there's a piece I have, right? Like that exceeds what those might understand. And people are going to test or try to say things because they just don't understand. And honestly, that's even more peaceful because it's just like, I know you don't understand. Getting real levels of peace is being at peace, like you said, knowing that you don't get it, but I love you in spite of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why on this podcast, I don't bring no drama, no negativity. You see war in every all the time. Why do I want to remind you of it again? Mm -hmm. Why do Mm -hmm. I want to feed my spirit with bad images? When I wake up in the morning, I sit and pray. And one of my prayers is that. Hey, for the person that's hurting that I have no idea that's around me, give them that peace today. Give them Mm -hmm. that peace. The person Mm -hmm. that I'm walking by every day that I think is fine, that I don't know, please give them that peace. And these are the people at war and dealing with these things. Like, that's praying for them before all of this even happens. These are things, but you have to know yourself and know like i'm a super emotional person so i cannot get emotionally too much invested in certain things because it'll Mm -hmm. ruin this whole piece i can sympathize i can try to find ways to help out or what can i do but when i like this podcast is that piece that i'm giving people for that Mm -hmm. hour or so like this is the piece you're gonna get this is your medicine that you're gonna get to keep mm. you going and motivate you for your day that you heard somebody else's story while you build on your own story. 
is what that yeah, is. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love yeah, that. yeah, you really, man, that's really it, man, man. We could talk all day, man. I got so many questions I didn't even get to, man. But, man, I guess we just talk. Let's just, just just talk about your music. I guess to end it out, like what was like the first couple beats or music that you just felt like you did? Like, I think I got something. Yeah. Well, what was that feeling like when you was like? I think. I think, I um, uh, I think there's two uh, iterations of that. There's the iteration of like finally connecting lyrics together even if it was on somebody else's beat and you're like okay i think i got something i think i got something and then that transforms into oh no 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 now i got like a song and this ain't even somebody else's beat it's my beat i, I don't not my beat but there's a beat i found and i'm creating it creating my own pockets uh i think a different level though was definitely with producing though because at the point that i was producing i was like oh uh, like when I was like uh, with the last with the EP I did, which was called What Summer Was, you know, I produced like seventy five percent of it. So it was like to do that and then to put it out there and then people to connect. Like, oh, yo, this is I love this record. This is it was different. It was completely different. It was like, oh, like okay, I do know something. Like, I, I like, because <laughs> yeah. one thing to just be the rapper providing lyrics or the, you know, just writing a verse or something, but to be there for the whole process and then someone say, oh man, I'm, I'm messing with that. It's a different level of like, okay. Yeah. And, and it's, just, <laughs> it's just, I know that euphoria state of like, whoa, man, like, I think I, I got something and I feel like for me right now it's like I've been working and then I'll do a podcast and I'll take it off then maybe I should do it with this person maybe I should do it this way maybe I should mm-hmm. do it but the more you take cracks at it I got a text message from man always get text messages from my brother G Mary like hey man this podcast helped me this is great yeah. it's inspiring yeah. to see you keep going it's inspiring to see cuz he's been there yeah. since the inception of it so he's like yeah He's seen the level up. He's seen that I started, then I stopped it. Then he knows personal stories in my life of things I went through. Mm. So he's like, mm-hmm. dang, man, and you still went back to it. You know, you yeah, still right. kept going. So it's just like to see that level up is amazing for people. And that's what people, man, you got to keep fighting for that level yeah. up in your life. You can't yeah. give up that journey because when you feel mm-hmm. that feeling, because right now I feel like I'm in that. Yo, I'm a, I'm a rookie in the league. You know, I scored 12, but I made Sports Center number seven. Then, yeah. I, then I scored 20 points, eight assists. Right. Then I scored 35 in a playoff loss. We yeah. got swept. But people like, yo, who that dude? And then yeah. shout out my boy a couple nights ago. I had that 50 ball. My name is John Morant, baby. Let's go, man. <laughs> I'm John Morant, baby. I'm coming. I'm telling you, man. This is recorded, baby. I banged it on a seven-footer, and I scored a 50-burger, baby. Man, John had a night, bro. Bro. John had a night. And that's where I feel like like right now is I'm going to make the playoffs as an eighth seed. But they going to feel me this year. They going to feel me, man. Like, I'm going to make the playoffs. I'm going to be scratching at it. We ain't, right. we, y'all don't see too many of my games, but when they seen the boy, they was like, 
We got some. Oh, like but he we like gonna, we we gonna see if he gonna last, and that's the test for all of us. Yeah. Is you gonna quit? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Is you gonna yeah. quit when it get a little hard? Yeah. Is you gonna quit on me, yeah. or is you gonna keep going? And that's the thing, you know, you don't act like things aren't hard. If you have to take time, take time, but be determined to keep coming back, to keep showing up, to keep. You know what I mean? It's not about the fact of just like robot mode, nothing affects me. I'm just better. Because you have to be real with yourself. You have to be real about how you feel in certain things. But then even with that, like you have to address what that is. Is this doubt? Is this like, no, I got other things I'm dealing with externally going on right now? Like, you know what I mean? Like you have to assess these things. But at the end of the day, like let your root and let your heartbeat be like, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep going at it. Exactly. Man. Now, what do you do? What is your well or what is your piece that you go to when you're having a hard time in life or just not feeling it for a day or a couple of days? What do you do to try to bring yourself back to like, I, I'm going to go create again and I'm going to be peaceful again? I think it's it's a mix. It's uh one thing for me for sure is like, doing the complete opposite so like if i'm really feeling down i might have to like uh you know since 2020 i've really gotten into running uh, i run outside i run like three miles like just run and that's something that's so separate from music that it kind of just centers me because um and one it, re- it reminds me that i'm living and it reminds me that in the fact that i'm living life is a like something about like, cause it's like when I'm running, like I go like on a like like down the street. I'm looking at trees. I'm looking at nature. I'm feeling what the weather feels like. I'm seeing the sun shining. Like it's something in there that's a reminder of like, okay, anything that is uh, outside of this is not even real. This is what's real. Like what I'm around, what God created, that's real. Another thing I do for sure, for sure. I have made it a weekly routine that the top of my weeks, I am not on social media. Like Monday, Mm. typically maybe Monday, Tuesday. Like let's say I do Monday, but I was kind of sliding on Monday. I might go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I've had times I've gone the whole week just because I was not doing it as. But the goal is at least Monday to reset, to really, if that's work on music, it might be. But primarily, I'm not on a screen looking at other people's lives, looking at, I'm feeding myself. I'm going on YouTube, watching things. I'm looking for inspiration. Uh, I'm just allowing myself to just be because I've learned, you know, how much I can literally pinpoint, like, sometimes I'll be having a great day, just vibing. And you go on the gram or something, you scroll. And I could see a post, and a post shift my whole mood. Like, uh, if you see a kid get blown up or something right now, it's like, bro, I can't even, do this. Right even now, that, man. but the thing too, like, even on the real side, like, it could be that. It could easily be somebody that you know does something that you do, and you see them, you're like, dang man, they're doing good, man. They actually like. We yeah. could we could it's go so many for things. hours on that. Comparison is the yeah. thief that thief. robs yes. you of joy. Yes. Comparison so I have is to, a thief. I be I'm gotten to a point where God has allowed me to be very mindful of what my state of mind is, what I'm thinking about, 
and how I feel to the point that when it alters, I'm now reverse engineering like, okay, what did I see that had me do that? Okay, let me attack that thought. What is, what is the root of that? What is, you know what I mean? Like, but I don't think I'd be able to do that if I was just stuck in the realm of like scrolling every day. Like it's about, I, it's to the point now, Monday is literally like a day I look forward to. Like, oh man, I'm not even going to be Instead of dreading it. Great. Instead of dreading yeah. it, man. At first it was a dread. At first it was a dread. Like, oh, yeah. no. like I don't even dread it. I'd be like, look, if somebody messaged me, I'd be like, I hope we're going to finish this conversation soon because yeah. I'm going to see you Tuesday. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> I'm telling you, for me, I noticed that like, I, man, 2022 is like, I really made it my business. I'm going to be the best me. And part of the best me, I always knew that social media was like, it's the comparison thing. It's the negativity thing. It's the, did you see this? Did you see that? I find joy in not knowing nothing. It feels so good to like, like a a snooty wild is somebody that got murdered recently. And it's just like, he has a special place because my family, the Nene was big and I played the snooty wild yayo for the kids and they used to love to dance to that mm-hmm. one and they do the little mm-hmm. nay my nephew with nene out the door all i know is yayo Was he a part of the CMG early CMG before they became Yo Gotti label before they became Uh, super big? uh, He was early, mm -hmm. early CMG and he had the song Yayo and he had the song That's What Made made Me. And it's special to me because it's like this reminds music. This whole podcast is just about music is greatness, music is therapy, is what I want to tell people. So yeah. that music, because music, when you hear certain songs, it's not the lyrics. It brings you to a certain time or a certain yes. feel. You time travel. Music will make you time travel. For and, and that's what it was. So it's like he, seeing that news, I had no idea. But seeing that would have made me like, that's like getting robbed of some of my memories. It's like, wow, man, yeah. this brother that brought yeah. this brother, rest in peace to him, that brought us joy. At a mm-hmm. time of my nephew's birthdays and just yeah. like he's a part of our lives and he's just gone. Yeah. yeah. That right there yeah. could like, well, this is how Monday is gonna go, you know, if you on right, social right. media. But somebody right. told me that at work and I had no idea. But it's like I feel glad I didn't hear that. Somebody's like, Oh, this happened right. at a gas station. I don't know yeah. none of that. I don't know. I yeah. find joy now in ignorance of not knowing, just living. I live. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know certain what's going things, on. Certain things, you know, certain things you don't even, you know, social media has no, there's no filter. There's no, there's no, hey, do you want to see this? It's just, you're going to see this. Boom. I think back to the time uh, I literally on my way to a performance and my brother called me and said, hey man, this is back in 2020. He said, Hey, bro, I, uh, I don't know if you heard the news, but Kobe just died. Big Kobe, huge Kobe fan. 
And it's crazy because in that, that moment, you know, I was glad he called me. I'm on to I'm on my way to a venue. I'm about to perform. And everybody and their mama would have told me there just in passing. Yeah. But him caring enough to hit me up ahead of time to preface me like, hey bruh, like this is what happened. Da 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 da. Like I yeah. like because the opposite of that was for me, Chadwick Bozeman. I'm just scrolling on the ground. Just scrolling. And then I see a black and white. Flag. I'm like, wait, what? Like, where? It'll feel like, in 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 Nash. Even though it's death, that's the way you really live your life. You don't look for mm-hmm. the sympathy mm-hmm. of people who don't really care because most people in social media just want to know your business. They don't really care. Yeah. They just want to know yeah. your business. So he lived in a way where you're not going to try to see my movie because you feel bad for me. You're going to see my right. movie because my art is amazing. So amazing, he, yes. He yes. lived a life like that, and that's just... yeah. The social media thing, man, it's just I pray for everybody. I go and drop my stuff. When I did my social media cleanse for like a week or so, it felt good that it became a habit. You know, like, yeah, I don't yeah. really I got to drop this, but also keeping yourself busy with something you love, like your music. I got so much back podcast stuff that I got to do. I don't really got mm. time to, like, be on social media yeah. like that. And that's mm-hmm. the key to people. Keep yourself busy where the negativity and bad things in your life, they don't have mm-hmm. time because you don't have time. That's time, what you got to yeah. do, man. They don't have time because you don't have I time. I mean, yeah. seriously, man. Now, yeah. man, we got to close. We could talk for hours. <laughs> My MacBook just informed me that I'm on 8% right now. <laughs> Shout out to everybody working on a budget. Meaning they don't have a budget. (laughs) But what I do, man, is like for all the creators that I have on here, I try to narrow it down. I try to do for their life, but it kind of got like a tricky question for them. So I just say this time next year, speak it into existence. What are you going to have accomplished? What things are going to be going on in your life? I think uh, this time next year, uh, I want to have put on my own live garage session. Um, I definitely want to do that. That's something I've been uh, pushing towards having like a live experience where it can still be intimate as the garage, but I don't want it to feel too concert. I want it to be like real intimate. Um, something else I really have been believing for a lot, uh, some sync licensing opportunities. So uh, I'm hoping and praying on that. And just, uh, I really, I really just want to be in a even more freer space than I am now. Like I'm really believing God, like creatively and everything. I just want to have this uh, hunger and freedom that just, you know, it's so fluid. It's so fluid and it's just so a part of me that um, you just see it. You just, you just see it. You know, when you're, when you're in your zone, you're in your zone, but it's almost like you're never out of your zone because you, you're living it, you're breathing it on a daily basis. Um, but I think those are the main things I'm believing for right now. Just like that. And this is recorded.